Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Ford Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What do you do? We are live from high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from non-stop hip-hop. Special 5 o'clock edition of MSL this week. We're on 5 to 7. It is an action-packed edition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. Join alongside, as always, Mr. Selfie, Marcus Hunter. Good evening, Kevin. How are you today? Good evening. That's right. We rarely get to say that phrase on this program. On the other side of the glass, the sleeves of Memphis Johnny Radio and uh, Conrad Hurt. Loving his t-shirt today. One of my favorite uh, movies of all time. He's he, he's repping. CJ repping. Jurassic movies Park's one of your favorite time. <laughs> Dude, when I was a little kid and Jurassic Park came out, I you know I went to the movies with my mom and my two cousins and we watched it and I and I got it on DVD or VHS at the time and watched that movie over and over and I loved Jurassic Park. Good Great thing movie. being black's not a membership or you'd have to give your card back. But loving Jurassic Park? What are you talking about, man? I'm a film guy. I love great films. How do you not like Jurassic Park? Loser. I don't care about no damn dinosaurs that supposedly come back because I'm a smart dude, made some embryo or something. That's stupid. Well, actually, what he did, he uh, took, uh, yeah, eggs from uh, some old, well, flies that had been... Uh, and, uh, mosquitoes. Yeah, mosquitoes, mosquitoes that were lost in uh, sap. Oh, and still oh, had the blood from the uh, dinosaurs, and they merged it with, uh, with, with frogs, and the frogs were able to turn into dinosaurs and then the dinosaurs start evolving to be man and woman and so now you had dinosaurs that could mate and make more dinosaurs dinosaurs inherit the earth again john it's a great storyline so when the tyrannosaurus rex came you didn't like that hard you know tyrannosaurus rex has got uh short arms does have a big mouth you got big head and little arms <laughs> oh the velociraptors come on man it made you respect the velociraptors who respected Velociraptors before that movie? Before that movie, it was all about the T-Rex. All right. After that movie, you respected the okay. Velociraptors. Okay. All right, that's we're talking Jurassic Park. CJ, <laughs> of, of course, every week now wears some type of a novelty T-shirt uh, of some sort. This week has got Jurassic Park on it, and it's appropriate yes. because Jurassic Park won three Academy Awards. Did you know that? It won three Academy Awards for Best Sound, Best Special Effects, uh... And best, yeah, and best uh, sound effects. And like I said, so change the names love, of some of these. Like best said, sound editing. So that's one of the movies that movies. first screwed up all the television because now everything's special effects and cinematography and all this crap. Because no, no, there's no, no. no storylines now. No. What are you talking about? Jurassic Park revolutionized special effects. It did. It revolutionized it. Okay. I mean, I mean, but, Jurassic Park to our generation is what Star Trek was to the to to our parents' generation. Okay. We're we're gonna talk oodles of movies and very very little Jurassic Park today. Uh, <laughs> And uh, they're not nominated this year? In our uh, second hour, it's our annual Academy Awards Handicapping Special presented by Indie Memphis. Greg Akers, the uh, film and TV editor of the Memphis Flyer, will be in studio with us. We will tell you who to pick in all 24 categories uh, of the Oscars. And it's bigger uh, than ever this year, Marcus. Bigger? For so many ever. years. This is our fifth year like doing this. Uh-huh. Believe it or not. It's amazing. And... You did a pretty good job picking last year because you, you know, listened to our advice. I did listen to the advice and did a, pr- a, a silver very lining good job. playbook. 
Silver Linings Playbook was a very good movie. Jennifer Lawrence won that. I don't remember if they won anything else last year or not. I will say, though, I actually did watch a little bit of that last night. Just just a little bit? Yeah, just a little Johnny. bit. I got in about five minutes of it. <laughs> that is his area of Oscar expertise. But, but uh, myself, Greg Akers and I are, are Memphis's premier Oscarologists. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know who to pick uh, in the Academy Awards every year, and we give you advice on... Yeah, how to win your office pool, and we're going to do that in the second hour. Uh, Frazier Boy, Oscar winner Frazier Boy, Memphis's own Frazier Boy, will be with us in studio this year. Uh, he was with us a couple years ago, couldn't be here with us last year, back with us again this year in studio, Frazier Boy. Get some opinions from an Oscar winner. Now, I've worked on, I worked on, if you pull up my IMDb page, you know that I worked on uh, an, an Oscar nominated film, The Witness from Balcony, wait, 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 Room wait, 306. Wait, 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 wait. You have an IMDb page? Mm hmm. Well, your name. Oh, by the way, yeah. I got some great news for y'all that I got to tell you that's off air. Okay. Just remind me. It's an emergency. <laughs> All right. All right. I, we will remind you. Um, uh, interrupting me to tell me he wants to tell me something off air. Tell us now. What is it? It has something to do now. with a woman. Man, I'm getting paid now. Getting paid? You should have been getting I'm, paid for I'm a long time. I'm telling you, I'm ca- like cashing checks. Oh, that's what's up. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. I finally found something I'm good at. <laughs> okay. Um... So our, we got Frazier Boy's going to join us, uh, and a bunch of other folks will be stopping by during our Oscar special. That starts at 6. The first hour, we're going to talk sports with you, uh, kind of, like we always do, right? The the Grizzlies were not nowhere to be seen during All-Star Weekend, right? Well, not, not necessarily true. I mean, there, there, there was uh, a... The Grizzlies were represented in some form down there at All Star. They were right. Yeah, so I was kind of getting sick and tired of everybody saying the Grizzlies weren't there. Yeah, they, I mean they were there. I mean they because, weren't just there watching. <laughs> but but Sierra was there. Yes, Sierra was there. Grizz girl Sierra made the. I don't know if they did. They bring one from every team to All Star. Uh, no, they did not have one from every. Well, I don't know if it was. We're one gonna from find every out. Team, yeah, yeah, we're gonna find out. But yeah, Grizz girl Sierra, she was down there. Grizz girl Sierra was there. She will join us in studio today. To talk about being the only Grizzly representative of All-Star Weekend. Uh, so it's the first time in a while we've had a Grizz Girl. This is a Johnny Radio's type of a show. we got a Grizz Girl and a hip-hop artist here. Um, so stay with us for these two hours. It's going to be fun. Uh, we, we're behind, so let's go ahead and get started with the starting five. All right, these are the five most interesting important sports stories for the sports fan over the past week here in the Mid-South. Number one is uh, Snapback and Tattoo Week coming to a conclusion. Grizz is giving out snapbacks on Tuesday night, tattoos on Friday night. Uh, I just realized that. Snapbacks and tattoos. Dude, you didn't read my tweet. I, did, I, I don't listen to read your tweets, man, because most of the time they're about stuff that doesn't make any sense. But neck tattoo night was the highlight. Uh, so the Grizzlies need another snapback and tattoo combo because do, now they're they undefeated do. when they do that. Uh, Grizzlies defeating the Clippers last night at the Grindhouse uh, on a night where the giveaway was dedicated to James Johnson, uh, the neck tattoo. And then he goes out and does one of the best dunks in Grizzlies history. Uh, Rick Trotter, PA announcer, tweets out that that was one of the top five moments he has seen uh, SPA announcer. He's done this his eighth year now at, at the forum doing it during Grizzlies games. Top five moment for him last night was watching that James Johnson dunk. If you haven't seen it, I know you have. It was a pretty good dunk. It was unbelievable. Grizzlies uh, beating the Clippers uh, with the return of Tony Allen, uh, which brings us to number two. Tony Allen is back. Did yeah, TA is back and uh, came back in a major way. Had a big block. Towards the end of that game to uh, pretty much seal the deal for the Memphis Grizzlies. And after he got that block pointed to the crowd, 
after the game, I asked him about that, and Tony just said that he just wanted to show the uh, crowd that uh, he's still the same Tony Allen that he's always going to be. No matter if he's starting or coming off of the bench, you're still going to get the grind and the defense from him. And so that block and then point to the crowd was just to show the fans that Tony Allen is here to stay. Uh, Tony Allen, of course, we had a James Johnson giveaway pretty much last week, right? Last night, that was the yeah. the tattoo was in honor of him. This was. There's fans really want to see a Tony Allen uh, bobblehead night, and now the fact that he is still on this team can still possibly uh, be uh, the next season. We'll see a Tony Allen about. Has there been a Tony Allen themed giveaway besides a shirt? I think they've given away a Tony Allen shirt. Uh, James Johnson, like this is one of the quickest turnarounds I can imagine. This guy in the D League, and then he's in, in in the NBA, and within a couple of months, they're doing a giveaway in his honor. I mean, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And um, <clears throat> after the game, I asked him about that uh, as well, and uh, and James was just talking about how um, honored and humble he is uh, and, and how he feels like he's found a home here in Memphis because remember this guy bounced around the NBA for a while then went to the D-League seemed like he was it was going to be difficult for him to make and stay on the NBA roster got his opportunity here in Memphis and gave it everything he had and he is a prime example of what happens when you put forth maximum effort your hard work can pay off especially if you have the talent you have some guys with talent don't put forth the work never make it to the league but James Johnson had the talent put forth the work now he's in with the Grizzlies and he is a big key to the team's success and he has been and now with, with Tony Allen back and you look at how the Grizzlies have done uh, since January 10th Marcus what team has the best record in the NBA since January the 10th uh, best record in the NBA, uh, I'm going to say top three would be Oklahoma City, uh, Miami Heat, Memphis Grizzlies. The top one is the Oklahoma City Thunder and the Memphis Grizzlies. Tied oh. 16 and 4 since January 10th. It's pretty this good. Hot team, and they're on a roll. And this is. So much this season, we've been, we've been looking at these other teams and be like, wow, this team is on a roll. This is the hot team in the NBA. I can't. The last time the Grizzlies were the hot team in the NBA was last season, uh, first month of the season, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. That was the last time that they were people were turning their heads and saying the Grizzlies are doing something they're not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing right now. We're in the middle of this. You beat the Clippers on a Friday night in that in that fashion. Yeah, and uh, and you know the Clippers. While it was a close game towards the end, the the, the Clippers pretty much. I mean, the, the Grizzlies pretty much owned the entire game. They pretty much, you know, were the dumb on the team the entire game. I mean, the Clippers had that lead early, but the Grizzlies that seemed to be the better team uh, throughout the majority of the game. All right, so we're going to keep keep moving uh, in the starting five uh, uh, today, which is number three. The Grizzlies, the trade deadline did pass. No movement from the Memphis Grizzlies. Really not much movement in the entire NBA, but a uh, big, big week to have. A, this is one of those weeks. It's like, this is why there's debate over you like having an NBA team in your city, or would you rather have an NFL team, or would you rather have a Major League Baseball team? There ain't nothing like the NBA trade deadline. Uh, and you combine that with the All-Star Weekend from last weekend and the idea that you can do uh, have two awesome games in one week like the Grizzlies have had on their home court. Uh, it's been an awesome week to have an NBA team in particular as your pro franchise. Trade deadline came and went. 
not shocked. The Grizzlies have a history of making their big moves earlier on yeah. before the deadline. And they made them and they made their big move early on uh, when they uh, made that deal that brought Courtney Lee in here from Boston, and uh, that was pretty much the only move the Grizzlies made. And I, I think fans are okay, and, and, and the fans are fine with um, the Memphis Grizzlies and the fact that they did not make a move right before the All Star break because the team, like you said, has one of the best records, has the best record in the league right now. since January 10th, and. Um, so why mess with a good thing? Why mess that commercial up? Why mess anything up? Tony Allen's coming back. You're going to have defense from Tony Allen. And and last night, man, with Tony and James Johnson on the court at the same time. Both those guys you, are such Memphis guys. Too. Yeah, you may have some. You you may have the two best one-two. I mean, especially adding Mark Gasol. You may have, like, the best one-two punch and combo for defense in the, I'm sorry, three combo. Mark Gasol, Tony Allen, James Johnson. Who's going to score on that with those guys in the game? Uh, right, abs- absolutely. So, uh, Grizzlies, uh, Thunder, though, they're the, the best, both of them are the best teams in the NBA right now. But I'm starting to think that maybe that's the, the matchup that the Grizzlies are going to want in the postseason. Who do they want? Who do you want to play at the top of, of the NBA? And do you want to play the Spurs if, obviously, Tony Parker's still out? You want to play the Spurs, right? Yeah, if Tony if, if Tony Parker is still out, you would want to play the Spurs. Um, I, if I'm the Grizzlies, I really wouldn't be afraid of the Clippers. I mean, I, I just don't think the Grizzlies are intimidated by the Clippers at all. They know they can beat them, but they also know they can beat the Thunder. Uh, they, they, they can beat the Thunder without Russell Westbrook. They can't beat the right. Thunder with Russell Westbrook. I mean, that might be able to. Mike Conley's good, and Westbrook's not 100%. And you look at uh, earlier the Marcus Gasol return game this year. Uh-huh. Yeah, did they beat the Thunder? They did beat they the Thunder. They did it pretty easily. They did beat, do it pretty easily. So, I don't I don't know who uh, I would prefer to have. It would be interesting. It would be nice. Let's just say it would be nice to have a playoff matchup against somebody that wasn't the Clippers, the Spurs, or the Thunder. It would be but nice. That would be nice. But it's probably not up a little bit. likely to happen. Right. Unless, they can guess, advance, unless they can advance second round. Yeah, they could advance. Get I mean, get you, something a little new. You could possibly mess around and get Portland in there. I mm-hmm. mean, it's possible. I mean, you can go on a big run here and some of those guys in front of you start to lose. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I know the fans are kind of getting burnt out on those three teams, uh, playing those three teams <laughs> in the playoffs. But, you know, it <laughs> is what it is. Picky, yeah. Those are the three three of the best teams in the West. Beating all three of them before. Yes, so, you have. And they beat you. So it's, it's a, been fun it's rivalries. I mean, there may not be a better rivalry right now in the NBA than what we got last night. Uh, the, the Grizzlies Clippers may be the best rivalry right now. Fresh current rivalry in the NBA. We're not talking all time like Celtics, yeah, uh, Lakers or that. something. But we're talking about like right now two teams that hate each other uh, more and their fan bases is, is passionate and that exchange wins and losses like they do yeah, well, in a playoff series. Indiana-Miami? Yeah, Indiana-Miami. I was just going to say that. I mean, that, you know, that one's I think that one's just so of- obvious that Miami is better than them, though. Right now, Indiana is not playing well. If you hadn't noticed, Paul George, he's struggling a little bit. But don't you think Miami is is, is supposed to be the best? It's more that's more like the older brother and the younger. Until like, Miami's supposed to win now. Look, Indiana went seven games. Congratulations! Right. Until they beat them in a playoff series, it's still not a rivalry, and that's not going to happen. I mean, I think it's a rivalry. I mean, in the Eastern Conference. I mean, it's a rivalry. Your standards have got to be down. So weak. <laughs> They're the only two teams in the Eastern Conference worth even talking right. about. I mean, the yeah, the rest of it in toilet. Like, what is the point of even having an Eastern you don't want to talk about? The Raptors? The, the Raptors are the three seed. The, the three seed. What? That's absurd, isn't it? <laughs> the three seed. Kyle Lowry has led them to be the three seed. How about the fact those Nets are coming on strong right here? 
Are they 500? I, I, look, the, the Raptors are three games above 500, and they're the three seed. Eastern Conference playoffs right now. Indiana, number one seed. Miami, number two. Toronto, three. Chicago, four. Talking without their who, best player. Who is on their team right uh, now? Washington is at five. Washington? And that kicks off your the losing. The are in the playoffs. Your losing record playoff teams. They're at 26 and 28, Washington is. So the fifth seed has a losing record. The sixth seed has a losing record. 25-27, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the the Charlotte Bobcats have moved up to seven oh now. Oh, my goodness. They're the at 26 and 30, also a losing record. And Atlanta. The Charlotte Bobcats don't have an NBA player on their team. Atlanta, 25 to 29. These are some of the uh, worst teams like in NBA in NBA history. What is going start. on? There could be a 50-loss team make the playoffs in the East. Oh, oh, holy mackerel. That that, and it could happen. But you're, the, NBA. the majority... I mean, half the team. I mean, Atlanta loses team. 11 more games. They make the playoffs with 50 losses possible. You know, yeah. you know, you know, you know what has to happen. The new commissioner of the NBA has to do something. Something has to change because yeah. I can understand the top four teams uh, from the West making it to the playoffs, regardless of what their record is. All right. After well, that, something has to change. But how do you do? How would you do that? That's not. That's that's unheard of. Like how yeah, do you decide it, the matchups? It, it would be very difficult. And do you bring them over? Like, do you make the the last four out, or the you know from the west, whoever the four that would go replace the other ones, uh, do they just become the lower seeds in the east? But they wouldn't be called the east. Or you'd have to completely shake up the entire. Yeah, you have to completely shake up the way the entire. I mean, you probably have to get rid of, of east west. You probably just have to, you know, you know, like like, like the SEC got rid of, um, you know, west and east in the SEC. You would have to do something like that. Just get rid of the the, the entire east west. Just do a everybody plays everybody. Yeah, just just do sixteen do teams. It, well, top for, sixteen teams. For scheduling purposes, you still keep east and west, and you just do playoffs in the top top teams sixteen making. teams. Yep, top sixteen. But then how do you, so yeah, then you just seed it based on that. Yeah, based on that. The one seed and the sixteen seed play. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, that could work, and it's something that might happen. I because this is embarrassing to the NBA. I would I I would be embarrassed if you have. What's well, going to be a fourth of your playoff teams have losing records? I mean, I mean the fact that you were going to have the Miami Heat. Who, okay, who's the eight team right now in the East? It's Atlanta. They're twenty five okay. and twenty nine. The Miami Heat playing that line. What, what if LeBron James goes out there and you know blows out his knee against the Atlanta Hawks? The problem. The problem might you know, be like the number of six being sixteen. Because if you look at that's it, that's what we, I was thinking. I was like, man, why can't they cut it to a little bit lower? I mean, sixteen teams. That's half the damn league. It's over half. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, if you look at <laughs> if you do that, no, you, you can look, take it down to 12 teams and probably be okay. Because if you look at it, if you, we say what we will about the Western Conference. There's nine teams in the West with winning records. Uh-huh. So uh, it's only one other team would be able to, with a winning record, would be able to bump somebody out, and that's the Memphis Grizzlies right now, the team that's out of the playoffs. They're the only team with a winning record not in the playoffs right now, uh, which is an interesting fact. Hmm. So it is an interesting fact. Well, and everybody else starts falling off in Minnesota, twenty six, twenty eight. So I guess. So, so I guess what sixteen has is really, a high number, but I guess what's what do you really have to cut is, it to twelve? Yeah, twelve. Twelve. The money. I don't think they're ever going to reduce it because of the money. I think you just at this point, people are used to the money. All the teams who make the playoffs make good money the first couple. You know, and they're having extra games. So basically, what's happening? Nine game series. The NBA Five has wins. done all all that of this. Makes sh- up for games. They've done all of this stuff. Yeah to try and make it so that the league is more even and level out. But all like like the, like the last collective bargaining, all you're getting are these are these super teams. So you have teams you, you have leagues that are very top heavy and then the rest of the teams suck. And so right. that's what the problem is right now. I when mean, you've got four teams possibly going to make the playoffs in the East. There's too many all teams four in the league. Under 500, there's something wrong. Too many teams in the NBA. 
You have too many teams. So we do, we go down to twelve, and we start handing out some buys and stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't, I I think reducing is a great idea. I don't think that would happen. And uh, then again, if you're talking about I mean, you can have a buy, you you're talking about making it everybody enters. Right now, that only helps the Memphis Grizzlies that has that has a, a winning record. So you still would end up having three teams in your playoffs with losing records. Uh, yeah, but you you know. That's something they can do. All right, let's keep moving uh, in the starting five. Number four, your Memphis Tigers uh, lost in overtime to UConn earlier this week. Womp womp. Uh, they did not look good at all against Rutgers, and, but they did they sneak away with that your win. Your Bulldogs suck. And I know. And? <laughs> it's not new news. Johnny ain't coming to play on this 5-7 uh, to seven edition of, not, of MSL. Today. Okay, they do. They're not, they're not a good basketball team. And now Memphis plays Temple tonight at Federal Express Forum. A late start. That doesn't never good for anybody, right? You, it hurts your home court advantage if you're going to have some type of a late start like they're going to have tonight. Uh, 8.30. Grizzlies, of course, playing uh, at the same time on the road. Uh, 6 o'clock tonight. So that game will be wrapping up right about the same time. Good for TV viewing if you're going to hang out at the house. But uh, your thoughts on the Tigers' uh, Temple tonight? Big must-win situation. Because here's the thing. I've been talking to my buddy about this yesterday. Uh, that everybody said the Tigers haven't had a bad loss this year. They haven't had a bad loss. But I, they haven't lost to a bad team, I think is how what we should be saying. Yes. But they've had some bad losses yes, to good have. teams. Exactly. They just have. haven't lost to a bad team. So that's why they, the idea that they almost lost to Rutgers in the night, good they snuck away with it. They still haven't lost to a bad team. Uh, Temple... Losing at home to Temple, you shouldn't be doing that. And uh, so they should win tonight. Yeah, they should win tonight. If they want to keep up and haven't lost to a bad team. But you can't say they haven't had a bad loss. I need people, we need to make sure we phrase it properly, right? They, they haven't lost to a bad team. They haven't lost to a bad team, but they have had some bad losses had some to bad good teams. losses to good teams in their own building, which makes those losses <laughs> even worse. Yeah, right? I even was worse. wanting LSU to beat Kentucky so bad today. Because it kind of, you know, Memphis right. beat LSU. Just right, right. Help a little. You want to help LSU. Uh, Tiger fans uh, cheer in LSU in all, all types of games. You want to help a former year. Tiger head coach, Johnny Jones. It's Tigers cheering for Tigers. It's easy uh, to cheer for LSU. All right, we're going to move on to number five, which is your Ole Miss Rebels. And it's why we're on today uh, later. So it was a big week in Oxford, Mississippi, aside from the controversial racial stuff that happened. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's awful stuff. Um, it's still making that. I mean, it's national news today. You turn on your TV. Yeah. It's all over the place. Um, um, Two in one week, right? Yeah. And it should have been a good week because this is big basketball week uh-huh. uh, for them. Uh, when they still, You still have Marshall Henderson on your team, so you still kind of got some excitement. Basketball is still important on campus uh, with everybody. Yeah. Uh, this was a chance to get a big win at home. Yeah. You had Kentucky uh, earlier on in the week. Mm-hmm. You have uh, Florida earlier today, which, which bumped us out. The best two teams in the SEC coming to your home court at the Tad Pad in Oxford, Mississippi. And they were unable to get a victory either. One of those games looks like Ole Miss uh, won't be able to make the Sweet 16 this year. Probably not. Uh, last year, again, the Ole Miss Rebels were a good team last year because of their bigs. Because Reginald Buckner and uh, the other guy's name escaped me. But, but because of their bigs, the Ole Miss Rebels were a Sweet 16 team. Marshall Henderson brought the flair to that team, but he wasn't the reason they made it to the Sweet 16. The bigs were. But Marshall Henderson was the reason they lost in the Sweet 16 because he kept jacking up shots when he probably shouldn't have been. Mar- Mar- but he was also the. Re- he's also. He brought. He brought. He brought a lot of attention. He brought a lot of attention to the team and confidence to the team. I don't know. He brought a lot of attention to the team because because those guys. And he was a those threat. Were seniors. Those were seniors. They had confidence. He I was a threat on good. the court. I mean, it, it, it takes people's attention. I mean, people. 
I mean, well, wait, you know, you got your, you've got to play defense. Yeah, you, you got to figure guard. out somebody else is going to have to have the ball if Marshall Henderson's not going to have the ball. But people are still going to treat Marshall Henderson like the good player he is. Disappointed in this year uh, of what's going down with the Rebels because you know I wanted this team to do well. You I would love to see to Ole Miss versus Memphis in the tournament. I'd love to see Ole Miss versus Memphis not in the tournament. Why that game's not back they, on the schedule? They that played in the tournament so a few awesome. years ago. Josh Pastor's first year they played each other in the tournament. Oh, the NIT the, tournament. The, the, but it's a tournament. It's a tournament, yeah. It used to be called, the, it was the tournament back in the day. Yeah. And they yeah, lost I, that game. They I was there at the tad tad for yeah. that one. The Memphis Tigers lost that game. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that was tough. Yeah. That was tough. But so also, the last time those two teams played, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They haven't played since, and Ole Miss has got the. I can't believe y'all didn't mention the Marcus Smart return today. Did he return today? Yeah, he returned today. Damn. <laughs> yeah, he returned today, but I mean, you know. Just because he doesn't fight a fan, now you don't want to talk about it. If, 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 if he's 16 not, and 10. If he's not fighting Six fans deals. or if he's not dropping 30 on somebody like he did Memphis the first time they played, what's the point of talking about him? We have limited time today, uh, Johnny. This is the five stories that, that Memphians care about. And the only reason we care about Marcus Smart is because he can drop a ton of points on the Tigers and because he's like a wrestler. And he'll, he'll go and he'll push somebody now. I tell you, can't do that to a Memphis fan. Well, I don't know. Those that was look. The what if he, was, what if he got up and just know. shoved the fan? It happened to be Jerry Lawler at the forum or something. Oh man, that would have got ugly. That would have gotten ugly. What about it? You know, did you, did you know it was uh, Penny Hardaway Day down in Orlando today. Um, it was either it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Last night, Penny Hardaway Day down there in Orlando. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah. What did they do for him? I don't know what they did, but I know it's Penny Hardaway Day. Yeah, Mickey Mouse came but, out. And gave know, him a hug. They, they probably had like some of his shoes on display. His Penny Hardaway editions. Hey, and you got the Olympics are going on too. You got the, yeah, there is some They're stuff going up on this weekend, weekend, right? Yeah, uh, hockey teams lost. Oh, Canada is better than the United States in hockey, but we already knew that. See, there's a bunch of a bunch of stuff we haven't touched on. Yeah. All right, that does it for the starting five oh, for today. Uh, this week we'll be back next week. Of course, our show back on eleven to one next week. Special five to seven time today. If you ever miss a portion of the show, catch the podcast MemphisSport.com or on iTunes. Uh, this portion of MSL. Since we got today's one of those uh, weird shows, because yeah, we're on at a different time, uh-huh. but we're also doing our annual Oscar special. Yes. So two times a year, when we do the Oscar special, mm-hmm. and when we bring in Prince Mongo for his State of the Mongo address, uh-huh. uh, those are the two shows a year that we do not do a hang up and listen. No hang up and listen. So there's no hang up and listen today. I just don't like. Ne- I don't do well with negativity. Oh. Okay, I, I apologize. I like hang up and listen, so this we, is hard for me. We do, we do love hang up and listen, but we're still going to give you a chance to win something. Not only uh, can you, uh, we'll, we'll tell you a couple of different ways you can win some stuff here on the other side of the break. So, so stay tuned for that. But uh, before we go to break, let me tell you the Sports of MSL has been brought to you by Fox and Hound Cordova. It's the unofficial place for beer, and we were there last week. Uh, last Saturday night, we had an impromptu MSL party uh, at Fox and Hound in Cordova. CJ, recap the party. Where did he go? All right, Johnny, recap the party at Fox from last week. Man, beautiful women, unbelievable drinks, great food, lots of fun. What can I say? Yeah, we, we oh, had a blast. By the way, CJ's kind of funny, too. Okay. <laughs> CJ, recap the party from last week at Fox and Hound. We partied last week at Fox and Hound. Oh, that's how good it was that he don't remember it. I was on that Johnny Harden treatment. <laughs> it was it was a, a bunch of fun. We always uh, that was just a regular. That was just an impromptu. Hey, we were like, it's All Star Saturday night. Uh, all of us are off work. Let's go. Let's hang out. And no better place to do it than Fox and Hound. Florida, Kentucky everywhere. were on the tube. Florida, Kentucky was on All Star dunk contest. What I think that's what that was. Couldn't understand the rules of what was going on. I thought it looked like it's supposed to be a dunk contest. <laughs> 
that was on. But Fox and Hound Cordova, it's the best party in town. Uh, they serve up sports, spirits, and fun every night of the week. Check out their Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Fox and Hound Cordova. It is the unofficial place of beer, and you can have any type of party you want up there, uh, whether it's for your work, or it's a birthday, a life jamboree, fantasy football draft. That is our official home of our fantasy football draft. Uh, for, I don't know how many years we've been doing it there now. Plenty. But Fox and Hound Cordova, give them a call if you want to, in advance, and they can set you up with a table and get you some free appetizers. Call Kristen at 901-624-9060. That's 901-624-9060. Talk to Kristen. Have your next event at Fox and Hound in Cordova. All right, we'll take a quick timeout. We'll be right back. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, Yo Gotti bringing us back from commercial. Do not adjust your dial. This is a special edition of MSL. We're on 5 to 7 this week. Back at 11 1 next week. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. This portion of MSL is being brought to you by East 24 Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at ease. There are four Memphis East locations. Uh, there's the they moved into a bunch of the old CKs. There's one uh, right down the mountain from us at Park and Mount Moriah. There's one on Summer Avenue. There's the original one uh, across from Methodist University Hospital on Union Avenue. And you can go uh, to the new E's at Poplar across from East High School. E's is uh, open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It is delicious. It's where you should stop uh, going to or from the games downtown. It's E's 24-hour cafe. Let's go eat at E's. We said before the break, uh, this is one of the rare shows of the year where we do not play Hang Up and Listen uh, because we've got our big Oscar special with Greg Akers and Frazier Boy coming up at the top of the next hour. But we do want to give you a chance to win something on the radio show today. So we're going to give uh, the fourth caller in honor of E's 24-Hour Cafe's four Memphis locations. You, the fourth caller will give you $10 to ease 24-hour cafe. So the fourth caller, uh, give us a call at 360-8255. That's 360-8255. The fourth caller will give you $10 free to ease 24-hour cafe. And if you're also looking to win something, you can uh, try to beat us at the Oscars this year. We'll tell you more about that in the second. Not being me. You'll find that out in the second hour. The details on that, uh, memphisport.com. If you want to know right now, go to memphisport.com. Get the details on Beat Us at the Oscars. Marcus, a little upset about it, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that at 6 o'clock. A little upset about it. You're upset about it? You, I mean, you just think you're great at picking the Oscars because you win the pool one year. Yeah, that's all you need, one year. <laughs> LeBron won one championship, and he was the best player ever. Uh, what? <laughs> all right, join, join, <laughs> joining us uh, in studio now uh is a Grizzlies All-Star. Yes, a Grizzlies all- the, the only Grizzlies All-Star we had this year. Yeah, it's not Zebo, it's not Marcus Gasol. No. Sierra joins us. What's up, Sierra? Hi, how are y'all? Doing good, how are you? Great, good. thanks Thanks for coming in studio. When we heard that there was a Grizz girl uh, at the All-Star weekend, we were like, wow, we were excited. <laughs> we thought it was big because there was a lot of talk about how there was not much Grizzlies representation there. Right. How do you get picked to be in the, the fans vote on this? No, the fans did not vote this go-round. The fans vote did vote back in 07, but this year the NBA did it a little different. Um, the new had, commissioner picked it, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you had three girls to be nominated by my coach, which is Tamara Moore, uh-huh. and her boss. So they nominated three girls, and then they submitted pictures, videos to the NBA, and the NBA you know, picked who they wanted from there. 
So they so they just they didn't say how they picked them. They just no. sent pictures in. That's pictures, it. Pictures, videos. That's so you it. sent in a video. No, Tamara uh, sent in of you video. dancing or yes. you talking or were you of doing? me dancing and like pictures from games and our photo shoot and, and she picked three girls. Three girls. Uh, who were the other two? You know? <laughs> Do you not know? Are the other girls jealous now? No, of course not. There was no cat fights over the fact that no. they didn't have their videos sent in. No, my teammates were extremely happy for me. So how many girls? So not there's not somebody from every team there. Yes, there is. There was one somebody. Girl one girl every from every team, team was right. selected. Yes. Okay, so there's there's always gonna every year there's gonna be a dancer from each NBA team. Or I that hope seems so. to be what they do. I hope so. Um, they did it back in '07, and then they stopped, and then this was the next year for them to do it. So hopefully next year we'll have the same thing. All right. Now when you get uh, one girl from every NBA team together to do dance routines, obviously game night your dance routines are not the same. So you guys had to practice and cram all this stuff in pretty quickly. How was that process like getting everybody on the same page and doing the same routine that quickly? Well, because we are professionals, it was very easy. It took a lot of hard work, mm-hmm. though. So they sent two routines ahead of time for us to learn in advance. And then once we arrived there, we learned three more routines mm-hmm. that we had to cram together, but we made it work. Now, how often uh, did you guys perform? Was it just at the game, or was it um, throughout the entire All-Star Weekend? We performed throughout the entire All-Star Weekend. We performed um, at jam sessions, celebrity night, um, All-Star Saturday night, and then the actual game on Sunday. Pretty cool. What was the coolest thing for you about being down there? Because you said you performed at celebrity night, so obviously you got to meet a lot of famous faces. Right. Uh, you know. So, so what was, the, the I guess, the highlight of your trip down there? I would have to say... Performing at the um, actual game with Pharrell opening. That it was amazing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that had to be pretty cool. Yes, it was. Did the he... lights, the camera, action, everything. It was amazing. Now, um, now, while you guys were down there, and you know, did, did any of your other teammates uh, come down to New Orleans for the All-Star game just to, you know, just to be a part of the experience and hang out with you and just, you know, see what All-Star was all about? They didn't get a chance to go with me because, like, everything was – almost last minute like we found out at the last minute that they were doing it again this year but we FaceTime the entire time mm-hmm. like FaceTime the entire time I was there okay, I so FaceTime my teammates 29 other girls and y'all all I assume have your own hotel room right you each have your own, two like all room. on the same floor it's no. like 30 NBA dancers on the same floor of the same hotel nope we're just one room <laughs> what was it two girls two, to a room two girls to a room you had to share a room yes with what what team did you have to share? I shared a room with um, Lisa from the Trailblazers, and she was amazing, very sweet girl. Would you have been opposed to sharing a room with some with, with a girl from the Clippers? <sighs> with that game last night, <laughs> with that game last night, even though I want to say no, I'm gonna have to say if yes. they if they filmed this for like a reality show. That's something they would do, right? They would yeah. set up the Grizzlies cheerleader, had to share the room with the Clippers and uh, girl, and see who, you know, see if they can get along. Right. How long till the, the cat fight breaks out? But there were there were not any and cat fights. Like all of the girls were very sweet, very sweet. That's pretty good. That's pretty good yeah. because you know you see so much on TV. You right. people get a group of girls together, right. there's bound to be a cat right. fight. And the fact that all you guys got along together <laughs> is, uh, is not what we are used right. to seeing. Sierra's joining us in studio. She's one of the Grizz girls, and she was the Memphis Grizzlies' only representative during All Star Weekend, as she was sent to All Star Weekend as an All Star uh, dancer. 
Uh, Sierra, so okay, who was the which team had the craziest partier uh, on their cheerleading squad? Did y'all, party, the yeah, which girl was like partying the most? Be like, oh my goodness, look o- look over there, the Orlando Magic girls throwing up. <laughs> Surprisingly, <laughs> we did not get a chance to party. What? You were we in New Orleans. Were you were in New Orleans the entire time. So our day consisted of waking up at 8 a.m., which means I basically woke up at 6 a.m. to get ready, hair and makeup ready. Mm-hmm. And our our day did not end until 12 a.m. So this was a business trip. Right. That is unfortunate. I mean, you're right. in New Orleans. It's All Star Weekend. Gotta give you. But the whole thing's supposed to, to be a party. I know, right? <laughs> I thought that's I what had it was. Fun, but there were no parties. Wait, wait, wait. I did not party. Who were the coaches? Because were the co- did, did, did the coaches get a chance to go in and, and enjoy themselves, or no, who were the coaches? We all were together. Um, our choreographer was Amanda Britt, who is very amazing, mm-hmm. and she stuck with us the entire time. None of us got a chance to party. We went to eat, but that was pretty much it because there was so much work to be done, routines to learn, practices. You know, everything was just crazy. Now, so, was that your first time in New Orleans? It was my first time in New Orleans, first All-Star game, so it was exciting. What uh, what did you take from, you said you got a chance to at least go in and enjoy some of the, uh, the local food. What did you take from the food that you guys were able to eat down there in New Orleans? Um... I had seafood, so seafood is one of my favorite foods, so mm-hmm. I had shrimp, and it was really good, so I just stuck with the normal. Stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And New Orleans is the best place to go to get some shrimp. Yeah. We got off track, Marcus, I'm trying to figure out how this hotel situation works. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would, wouldn't it be just fascinating, you go to a hotel, you're there, all, you know, you want to stay at a hotel with some celebrities, and if not, like, it, like oh my goodness, I'm on the same floor. <laughs> As the 30 of the best NBA dancers. So y- y'all were on the same floor together, two to a room. Two to a room, different floors. Different floors, just scattered, scattered throughout. Yes. Oh, so it wasn't just like this is the uh, the dancers' floor for the and NBA. It was funny because that's good because y'all were worried Johnny Radio might be taking a trip down there. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna scatter scatter out and be all over the place so he can't find the floor. People were very amazed, like to see the dancers, like they would see a Grizz girl and then like a Clippers girl and they're like what's going on and, you know we had to explain that there's one girl from every team here to dance so you guys wore your team uniform not a unified uniform right we um we got a chance to wear our team uniform to represent you know who we're from so that was fun yeah, speaking of that you know we we had we talked about this last week on the show um our favorite Grizz girl uniform <laughs> what, was it did you guys I mean was it your favorite uniform did you get to choose the uniform I took a variety of uniforms, mm-hmm. and from that, I chose the ones that I like the most. And what's your favorite? My favorite, I would have to say, is our yellow yellow sequence shorts. I like those. With <laughs> <laughs> our yellow sequence shorts and our top that has the big grizz head in the middle. Yeah, that's a, yeah. It's one of my tops as my well. My favorite uniform. Did you, while you were in New, or- New Orleans, did you see anybody wearing Grizzlies attire anywhere? I did. Um, one of our Grizz grannies were there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, really? and I did see a lot of Grizz fans, actually. So I did. Did the Grizz oh. granny do more partying than the actual Grizz girl? No. <laughs> she didn't no. party at all? I don't think so. Uh, we've, got, <laughs> we've got to talk to somebody at the Grizzlies, because here's my big idea now. So next year they do this right. and say, all right, you can send one dancer down. Right. Every team's sending one dancer. Right. So we just 
pull a prank on the NBA and we send a granny or a grandpa <laughs> down there as our dancer. So at all the events, you've got all the you know beautiful women, and then you have a beautiful grandma there. To <laughs> but you I'm, have to submit pictures and videos. Yeah, we could still we could you we could figure it out. Just send a different <laughs> person. Say, oops, we put the wrong picture in. But don't you want? <laughs> Don't you, this is, she's, what's wrong with her? She can dance. She can dance. They can dance. Those can dance. They can. That, that would be that would be good. Because I know there's not an all star team for the you know the the grannies and grandpas. Although, Very I know, few teams probably do that. Well, I know in Dallas they have the uh, the fat guys. They, they have, have a whole fat dance. Yeah, they had to have. A, what did they call them? Um, I forget what they called them, but they're an entire team of. Um, they're like the big belly dancers. They're an entire team of guys showing their big bellies and dancing. Wow. Yeah, that's big the, belly dancing. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I remember when I went to All Star Game in Dallas. They had those guys, and like, okay, their deal. All big right, belly well, guys. Well, uh, Sarah, thanks for coming in in studio and sharing and sharing your experience with us and representing Memphis and the Grizzlies at All Star Weekend. We appreciate Definitely. it. Thank you. All right, that's Sierra from your Grizz Girls. Yeah, check out, we got a picture. We tweeted out the picture uh, uh, at Cerrito at Memphis Sport. Uh, of course, you can follow Marcus at um, HunterBoy2G1 on Instagram. But what's your Twitter? MHunter underscore game. He changes his Twitter every couple months. Nice. Uh, and CJ's at uh, Con Radicalness and Johnny Radio's at Johnny underscore Radio. We'll get some more pictures tweeted out uh, in a minute so you can see uh, what Sierra looks like so you know when you're at the next game and you can you can root her on. Um, as the all-star Grizz girl. <laughs> yes, and uh, check them out in their yellow sequence shorts and top with the Grizz head on it. Wednesday <laughs> night. Wednesday, Wednesday night. You're going to wear that night. on Wednesday? No, we're probably not wearing that, how but do you, we will be in the building. How do you know when, how do you know, uh, who picks the outfit? Is it right before the game or what? Right before the game, our coach decides. That's so you have call. to bring all your outfits with you? No, they're left at the arena. Oh, you're, they're not, they're oh, runners? Really? They're left at the arena in our closet. How many oh. different ones were there? How many different yeah. uniforms? Oh. Wow. Over 40. Over, yeah. over 40? Yeah. No. There are tons of <laughs> uniforms. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you have? Do you own more shoes, or do you have access to more Grizz Girl uniforms? Which one? More uniforms. More uniforms and shoes. All what right. Do you, what do you think about the the boots? Because Johnny said he hates the boots. The boots? The yeah. white boots? Yeah, the white boots. Johnny I love a, the boots. I like the boots as well. I love the boots. They're spicy. Right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sarah. We got we got to take uh, our last break for this hour. We'll be right back uh, with some moves and visuals and MSL on Sports 86 and 87.7 FM. Welcome back to Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. All right, we're back. Thanks for making us a part of your weekend. Special 5-7 to seven MSL today. We're about to handicap the Academy Awards with Greg Akers and Frazier Boy in just moments. Thanks, Sierra, for joining us in that last segment. She's your All-Star Grizz Girl. All-Star Grizz Girl. Of course, if you ever miss a portion of the show, catch the podcast at MemphisSport.com or on iTunes. Before we wrap up hour number one, Marcus. Yeah, first I want to let you know that uh, the fat guys who dance with the <laughs> Dallas Mavericks, they are called the Mavs Maniacs. Got a text message. But they're all big? Yeah, they're all fat. They're hmm. all fat guys with big bellies, and they have cut-off shirts, you know, that show off their, I guess their It's, keg. A, it's interesting so, yeah, on what? Yeah, it's about a six-pack as a keg. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's, 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 that's their thing. I, now, if you do not... 
Once you have a big belly right. and be a part of the Mav Maniacs, uh-huh. then what you need to do is make sure you go down to Church Health Center Wellness because that is where I go, CJ, he goes there as well. Kevin shows up every now and then to get, to get his work out in. Johnny as well. You can go over to the Church Health Center Wellness because that place, they have it all. They have weights, cardio, basketball, strength training. Like I said, they have it all, and there are no contracts, and the memberships are as low as $15 a month. Church Health Center Wellness is located in the heart of Midtown, 1115 Union Avenue. The Church Health Center Wellness is your key to a healthier you. You can also check out their website at www.churchhealthcenter.org or stop by for a tour today. And when you stop by for a tour, you will find out why the Isle of Memphis blog calls the Church Health Center Wellness a gem for the rest of us. A healthier you starts right there at the Church Health Center Wellness. I was there this week working on my basketball skills. CJ did not show up. You but, didn't uh, tell me you were up there. When do you go up there? Noon? Man, it's, I'm sporadic. I, I, went, I went yesterday at uh, like 11 o'clock. Shoot me a message next time you go next time I'm, I'm usually up there okay next time i go up there i'll let you know so we can go get ready for our church ball league because first gonna, game is thursday first, i'm ready dude i'm ready <laughs> ready all right uh we are low on time for the first hour and since we're talking all oscars next hour we're gonna do some woohoo's and boos right now I'm going to give a woohoo to the James Johnson big head. Did you see this, Marcus? Make its debut. I did see that. At uh, Federal Express Forum. So, there's, you know, there's the big heads everybody holds up. Did you see this, Johnny? Uh, um, No, unfortunately. Okay, so everybody holds up big heads for like Zebo or whom, oh, whomever. Oh, you're talking about in the stands? Yeah, yeah. So now there's the big head of James Johnson. I was thinking fat head. Yeah, the, the big heads they hold up in the audience. No, I like right? that better. There's a James Johnson one, but it's got the neck on it. I've never seen one with the neck on it before because you got to make sure you have the neck tat as part of the big head. So, so props to the fan who uh, who came up with that. I'm gonna give a boo to O.J. Mayo. Oh, poor man! OJ. Every time I see Kevin Love, I want to throw up. Yeah. Uh, poor OJ, Mr. Double Zero now uh, with the Bucks. If you haven't seen this highlight, we'll get it tweeted out for you at Memphis Sport. But uh, OJ Mayo tying his shoe in the middle of a basketball game. Basketball action going on around him. He kept his eye on his man. He did keep his eye on his man, which, who was that he was guarding? Uh, who knows? Uh, but, like, <laughs> Karan Butler. If the, if the guy who's guarding you starts tying his shoe, you don't just stand there, right? I know, right? He should be criticized maybe more than O.J. May. Probably should. Cause he just no, he there. knows O.J. sucks. <laughs> oh, I mean, O.J., he's... But I guess he's just he's way, a, like... He's a little overweight. Like OJ, and now he, he can't even keep his shoe tied, and he's going to tie it in the middle. Oh, O.J. Mayo. Like, what happened to O.J. Mayo? Like, he was supposed to be the second Le- LeBron James. He's, lo- he's lost a lot of... Uh, you know, the passion, I guess. I, I don't know if he was supposed to be the next LeBron James. Nobody's ever said that. Mark. Well, he was supposed to be the he next. Was yeah, he was a hot high school prospect who was always never, you know, big enough to be uh, that great of a star. Yeah. But, but he was the next big thing, supposedly. Right. OJ! Right. <laughs> that does it for our first hour today. Thanks to uh, Sierra the Grizz Girl for joining us. Catch the podcast, alwaysmemphisport.com. When we come back, the show is going to transform into the Mid-South's premiere Oscar handicapping show. It is the best show uh, in the Mid-South when it comes to Oscar handicapping. Greg Akers is here with us and a couple other guests will join us as well. Over the next hour, we talk all Oscars next. You're listening to MSL on Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.